All right, I hear you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's try to get us up in here. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to plug this in. I'm going to plug this in. I got my slight edit. All right, hold on. I'm going to work on this recently. I'm going to do this tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Radio here. Hallelujah. Amen. We bring special greetings. Amen. From ELR Prophetic Show Podcast Network. Amen. Where we're constantly, consistently spreading the gospels. Amen. Throughout the nation. We thank everybody for tuning in on tonight. Amen. On Monday Night Fire. Amen. On tonight, amen, with the Honorable, amen, Apostle, amen, Robert Peterson on tonight, amen. We are excited about what God is doing, amen, hallelujah. We just thank you for your precious blood, and we're going to go ahead and go in a word of prayer, amen, as we intercede, amen, for, amen, the Power Pack team on tonight, amen. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, oh God, for the opportunity, oh God, that we're able to embark in your presence on tonight, we thank you, We thank you for the opportunity, oh God. Hallelujah, that you use him for your glory. Hallelujah, Father, amen. Hallelujah, we speak, amen. Are we touching the power and agreement over every exhaustion that he is feeling, oh God, in the name of Jesus? We speak, amen, even the tiredness that is over his body. Father, use him, amen, for your work, amen, for your work will be done. Father, we thank, yes. oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare and decree, oh in God, that you move in the atmosphere. We move in the stratosphere. And yes. Father, oh God, you said that a family that prays together, that stays together, and a house that divided against itself shall fall. And Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank yes. you for your gracious. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, amen. Their deliverance will speak through the word on tonight. Healing will speak to the word tonight. Oh God, so-called a manifestation of miracles, amen, will take place on tonight. A new fresh fire, amen. Fresh wind. Father, we thank you, oh God. As I begin to touch the screen, oh God, fresh wind, fresh wind. Fresh wind, fresh wind. We thank you, oh God, for your anointing, oh God. We thank you, we thank you on tonight, hallelujah, for you doing. You said you will do the work, oh God, Father. As we stay proxy, Father, as we stay humble, oh God, and as He moves in the realm of the spirit on tonight, we thank you for the opportunity. Oh God, where their spirit is, there is liberty, and where there's liberty, there is freedom. And so, yeah. we thank you, God, on tonight yeah. 
for setting the atmosphere, setting the stratosphere on tonight. Ah, we bind up every form of distraction that even comes against, amen, the man of God. And as he begin to go forth, we dispatch your angels of Michael to stand in his behalf, oh God, as he released the word. We send forth Gabriel, amen, to attach, amen, the angels of worship, attach the cherubims, attach the seraphims on tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you as we pull down every stronghold and cast down every imagination that exalt itself against you. And Father, as you shift them already, amen, with the last seven days, you've already shipped them into another level. You shipped them, you even changed his environment in the supernatural. Father, we thank you. We thank you, oh God, as we stand forth on tonight, as we stand in proxy, amen, for the family, as we stand in proxy, amen, for the our leader on tonight, amen, that is going forth, oh God, my brother in the gospel, amen, my brother in the gospel, amen, where that's my ride and die, amen, my brother in the gospel, my sister in the gospel, the ones I will fight for, and that and that's what you you got to fight for your family, you fight for the ones that you love, but you also stand and fight in the gap for others that are surrounding you and father we thank you for the opportunity oh god that we're standing in the rip of your presence we thank you oh god as you strengthen them strengthen the family strengthen them Oh, God, expand their territory. Expand their king, the kingdom work. Amen. That you are possessing within him. Amen. We're possessing an elect lady, the prophetess. Oh, God, move and presume. Fresh wind. Fresh wind. Fresh wind. Father, we thank you, God, on tonight. Hallelujah, my God, on heaven. Hallelujah, we open up the doors of the atmosphere, the stratosphere, the hemosphere, the biosphere. We speak to the ionosphere. We speak to the airwaves. We speak to the seven levels of the atmosphere as they begin to release the word on tonight that the angels stand at attention, oh God. We thank you, oh God. He said that he gave us, amen, to speak into the, to the atmosphere. So we got to speak this thing into the atmosphere so that the activators of the word of, of the Holy Ghost, amen, begin to go through on tonight. How it's going to bounce off of the airwaves, the satellites, oh God. We thank you, amen, because the word is being heard. Father, we thank you. We thank you on tonight. Thank we thank you, you on tonight. We thank, thank you. God. We thank you. Strengthen them, oh God. Strengthen them, oh God. Mandobo increase, oh God. Increase. Whatever their desire is, increase. Thank you, God. We thank you for this opportunity, oh God, as we stand in your presence. I don't know about you on tonight that I was sick. I was sick the whole time that I was on. And by the time I preached Sunday, since Sunday at 1.30, amen, I am so exhausted. But I thank God that he gave me the energy, amen, to amen, that I, am, I was able even to speak because I wasn't able to speak, amen, not in 30 minutes ago. But I thank God because I knew that was the attack of the enemy. But I served the enemy, the eviction notice. He has no power. He has no authority. He has no reign. And Father, thank you because he gave me this assignment. Hallelujah. And Father, we thank you. 
We thank you on tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. I want everybody to take their notes out. Take whatever you got to take out on tonight. Because we're going to feast on the manna of the Holy Ghost on tonight. And we want to introduce to some. Introduce to others. Amen. Other one countries. Hallelujah. 41 countries. We already kicked up. Hamdallah, 41 countries. We give God the glory. Hallelujah. Hamda and 43 states. We give God the glory. It's just the glory. Hallelujah. We introduced in some and others. Amen. All over. Amen. On today. Hallelujah. This day, Monday night fire. Hallelujah. None other. Amen. The, the honorable. Amen. Apostle Dr. Robert Peterson Jr. Amen. On tonight. God bless you. Amen. We're going to release the platform to the man of God on tonight. God bless you. Hallelujah. Somebody go ahead and give a praise, honor, and glory. Go ahead and put your together. Give a praise, honor, and glory. Give up your voice to the praise, honor, and glory. For he is worthy to be praised. If God we serve is not a dead God, but he is a live and an awesome God. He is a God that is worthy to be praised. He is a God that is forever living. He's a God that is all powerful. Not powerful, but he is all powerful. He's a God that sustains both heaven and earth just through by the spirit of Jesus. Just through by his word, we serve a God that is from everlasting to everlasting. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for all that he's done. We give a praise, honor, and glory on this evening. We praise God for what he's done and what he's already doing. Listen, let me tell you something. This evening, I'm coming from a whole different place. And I know some of you might not, you know, that are on right now might not necessarily be able, you know, to take this. But you know what? If you're not, this, this particular word might not be for you. As you think of as of right now, you might not can't handle this word that's coming right now, right now. But I promise you, if it don't get, if it, if it, if it does, if it does not get you right now, listen, you'll get it next year or you'll get it next week. Listen, one of the things that we have to understand is that God's word never expire. We don't, God's word don't have to catch up with us. We have to catch up with God's word. We have to understand that it is God's word that's for everlasting to everlasting. His word is always in season. We are the only people that, 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 uh, we are the only people or we are the only entity that will find ourselves changing from season to season. But God's word will always fulfill itself. God's word yeah. is always in season. That's why uh, Paul, Paul, uh, Paul began to speak to Timothy. He said, Timothy, preach the word in season and out of season. A story oh, with you with all Lord suffered doctrine. Because oh, God's I word is it. always in season. So with that being said, let me go ahead and get, the, get, all, the, get all these, um, let me, let me, you know, let me go ahead and get all these, uh, these pleasantries out of the way and, and so forth so we can go ahead and get into God's word. We just praise God for all that he's done. We thank God for his for his mercy and his grace. I thank God for my beautiful wife, amen, my family, amen, that is online. I praise God, amen, for amen, amen, every preacher, amen, amen. I thank God, amen, for, um, now I'm not going to call you by name, but you know exactly who you are. I thank God, amen, for the honorable and um, uh, <clears throat> amen, um, Apostle Robertson, amen, in her presence. I thank God for using her in her great ministry, amen. So I just praise God for all that he's done, his mercy, grace, and his peace. Now, now we got all the pleasantries out, out the pleasantries out the way. Let's go ahead and get into the word of God. Amen. Turn with me uh, to Second Timothy. Excuse me. No, I'm sorry. Turn with me to Second Peter, chapter two, verses uh, um, twenty through twenty-two. Second Peter, chapter two, verses twenty through twenty-two. And I'm coming from uh, the new, the new revised. No, I'm coming from the uh, new revised. 
Standard Version Bible. So it's going to sound a little different, but you know I'm always coming from different different uh, versions of the Bible. And it is only it is not to show you how deep that I am, but it's to show you, amen. But amen, I use different versions because for teaching purposes. What's wrong with us? A lot of us, we speak just with one version, and there's nothing wrong with it. If you have your favorite version, there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you need to go to another version in order to get, you know, get a, you know, get a different perspective. That's right. Amen. So, so I'm coming from Second Peter chapter two, from the um, verses twenty through twenty-two. We'll be dealing with on tonight. It is from the New Revised Standard Version. When you receive it, or when you arrive there, just say the word amen so we go ahead and get done with God. Amen. 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 Second, amen. Second, Peter, Second Peter chapter 2, New Revised Standard Version, and again, we're dealing with verses 20 through 22. It reads thus, For if after they have escaped the defilements of the world through the knowledge of, the, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are, again they are again entangled in them and overpowered. The last state has become worse for them than the first. Verse 21, for it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy commandment that was passed on to them. Verse 22, last verse, it has happened to them according to the true proverb, the dog turns back to its own vomit, and the soul is washed only to wallow in the mud. Mm. Well, it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy commandment that was passed on to them. It has happened to them, according to the true proverb, the dog turns back to its own vomit, and the soul... <clears throat> is washed only to wallow in the mud. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearers and doers of his written word. That is Second Peter chapter 2, verses 20 to 22 from the New Revised Standard Version Bible. Amen. Think on those things. Think on those things. If I leave for a topic, and I need to leave one for your consideration, it will be the anatomy of a backslider. The anatomy of a backslider. Amen. When we look at Second Peter chapter twenty, we <clears throat> excuse me, Second Peter chapter two, we see where Peter here is beginning to speak, and Peter is talking to people that have uh, <clears throat> that are dealing with false prophets, false teachers, and false prophets. Prophets are coming to the midst, and they're beginning to preach a gospel, which the gospel that is only unto them, but not a gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a gospel which is turning the people aside and allowing the people to turn from living a holy and godly life to a life that is corrupt and a life in which is unpleasing in the sight of God. It goes contrary, the lifestyle that goes contrary to 2 Timothy, uh, excuse me, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17, which says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. So this is a lifestyle that Peter's warning them against, that these false teachers are teaching that it's okay, basically, and so many words to do whatever it is that you want to do, and you can still be saved. Now, let me just stop just for a moment, because I don't want anybody, you know, to get uh, confused a little bit here. Now, understand something. Yes, 
when we were, yes, our eternal salvation lies in God the Father through, through, the, uh, the, uh, the, through the finished work of Jesus Christ, which is the dead, buried, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. However, eternal salvation is only eternal salvation whenever we are saved, when we accept what God has done through his son, Jesus Christ, and we're still living a life that is holy and acceptable and pleasing in the sight of God. First Peter, I love it, where he says, First Peter 1.16, says, Be holy, for I am holy. So a born-again believer is a person that is living, that is pursuing the lifestyle in which gives God praise, honor, and glory on a daily basis. That means that, no, they're not perfect. But they're, all, but they're also not using these, but they're also not using for excuse the scripture, and in order to sin the scripture, we all have sinned to come short of the glory of God. Come on. What is wrong with the church in 21st century, especially, is that we find ourselves doing just that. Again, in Peter, in, excuse me, Second Peter, chapter, uh, chapter two, verses 20 to 22, we read of the real possibility and serious consequences of backsliding. I know, I know, I know. This is like, you know, this is that type of gospel that many people don't want to talk about because many people don't want to believe that backsliding still exists. You can, you and I, we can begin to serve God the Father with all of our heart, mind, and soul. We can run this race with patience that so that is set before us. But then somewhere along the line, we can find ourselves slipping and sliding out of the will of God and then out of the presence of God, and then we can find ourselves slipping and sliding to eternal damnation. My God, my It is God. interesting that when we find the passage coming from the inspired pen of the Apostle Peter, for if anyone knew firsthand the reality at date of backslide, it was the Apostle Peter. Yeah, it was the Apostle Peter. For example, he knew all about it because it was he that denied Jesus three times before the clock crow. It was Peter that denied Jesus before the clock crow. But then Peter understood the whole concept of the seriousness of backsliding and then quickly went and repented of his sins because he knew what God, what Jesus had told him. Jesus, his elder brother, Jesus, his friend, Jesus, his master, Jesus, the one that he knew for a fact who was the son of God, who was in the flesh, according to the book of uh, St. John chapter 1. Understanding that when we look at the process of backsliding, the process of backsliding is not something that happens instantly, but it's something that has, happens gradually. Uh, it is something that often overtakes a person by surprise unless we fall from our own steadfastness. We're talking about backsliding. We need to understand we shall carefully examine the process that led to Peter's denial of Christ. Um, he's followed by noticing how Peter's words in his epistles and designed to prevent the same from happening to us. What is wrong with us? Again, we love to use oftentimes these excuses in order to cover up our sins. Oh, well, you know, it's just a little white lie. Uh, you know, I don't know about you, but I never know, you know, I never know a lie to have a cover, but, you know, I never know, you know, a lie, you know, to basically to, you know, or a particular sin to have a, you know, to have a culture or a denominational tie to it. I just know that a lie is a lie, adultery is adultery, sin is sin, a uh, backstabbing is backstabbing, or backbiting is backbiting, and covenant is covenant, and, uh, uh, and so forth and so forth. 
stealing is stealing. I mean, it's not necessarily associated, amen, with a particular, uh, you know, a particular culture, or it's not associated with, you know, with a particular gender, or, you know, or, or, or whatnot, but all I know is a sin is a sin, because when Scripture says, thou shalt not, amen, that is what Jesus, that's what God is saying to Moses, thou shalt not. He says, thou shalt not, because... When, when, because when the rule is put into place, thou shalt not. It automatically means that if we do, that means we're, co we're committing high treason and we're overstepping a specific boundary. Uh, I love to use, for example, from time to time, whenever some of us, we're traveling that are able, and if we're driving our vehicles, and you know, we might allow ourselves to become very distracted by different things, and we'll find ourselves going over the, the normal speed limit, and some of us do it intentionally, and you know, and while we're traveling, we find ourselves going over the speed limit, as soon as we're pulled by the police, the first thing, or by the law that is putting, put, that is orchestrated and put in place by God the Father, according to the Romans, um, according to the book of Romans, because Scripture tells us clearly that these people have been put in place by God the Father. What ends up happening, we, we, we do A, either we are willing to accept the consequences of our sin and of our wrongdoing, or two, we're ready to put together a queer lie and say, you know what, let me find a way to get out of this. Let me find a way to manipulate out of this. But one of the things I like about God is that when it comes to sin, baby, we cannot there's no way that we're going to manipulate God. We can lie to God all day long, but God is going to find us wrong because he said thou should not. He said right is right and wrong is wrong. And there is, there, there's not enough money and there's not a, enough persuasion to be able to get us out of that particular sin in which we've committed. Uh -huh. And then when the officer comes up and the, the officer awfully maybe would come up and look at us and say, well, did you know how fast you were going? Some of us, we automatically get all really wide-eyed and start looking and say, you know, saying to ourselves, oh, you know, well, officer, you know, you know, such and such and such, you know, officer, you know, I didn't see that. I mean, you know, that, that's the typical lie of, of most of us. You know, well, officer, I didn't see that. Or some of us, you know, um, you know, and I'm going to go ahead and put it out there, you know, uh, some, you know, some, some, you know, they will look at the officer and, you know, and see, especially, and, and I'm just calling it what it is, I've seen it, uh, some females, I'm not picking on you, I'm just telling you what I know, some females will say, well, you know, if I show, you know, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of cleavage, you know, maybe, you know, the officer, you know, let me off, or, you know, if I flirt with the officer just a little bit, you know, it, uh, you know, the officer let me off, amen, but then, and if, and if it works, then we say, glory, hallelujah, the Lord delivered me from the ticket, but if it does not, but the first thing we'll say is that, oh, that was just the devil, amen, that stopped me and gave me a ticket. No, baby, it wasn't the devil. It was you being punished for your wrongdoing. And so and Peter begins to help us to understand that when it comes to sin, we need to understand that uh, when it comes to the anatomy of a backslider, that first of all, it starts with pride within our hearts. My it all starts with the pride in our hearts. Yeah, because when we're dealing with pride in our heart, amen, according to Mark chapter 16, verses 3, um, and we start with pride, amen, in our hearts, it starts, amen, according to the book of Proverbs, amen, Proverbs, amen, I love it, uh, the New King James Version says, pride comes before destruction and hard and a hearty spirit before fall, Proverbs 16, 18. So we must understand that uh, whenever we, you know, when we're dealing with the, the, the mindset and the heart of a backslider, it all starts with the heart. It starts with the heart. So that means that people, you know, we, 
People didn't just start backsliding yesterday, amen. They didn't just start backsliding the moment that they decided to cut somebody out or they decided to jump on somebody or they or they just decided to commit a sin repeatedly and on a repeat basis. No, that seed was already there. And scripture says, Galatians 6 and 7, that, what's that for, he said, Beloved, for God is not mocked that what some man soweth, that shall he also reap. In other words, that harvest, the seed for the harvest was already there and it was something so uh, undealt with sin and if that they did not want to get rid of and that is the reason beloved that we must we must beware we must beware daily and we must repent of our sins daily because if we do not we'll find some some little you know teeny tiny seeds that are uh, tucked away somewhere in our hearts that will cause us to later on develop a harvest in which will bring us not only God to an open shame but will bring us to an open shame when again we looked at dealing with pride and we looked at mark chapter 14 mark begins to you know step to the forefront in part mark said in the mark chapter 16 verses 3 through 4 the new international version he says and they asked each other who would roll the stone away from the edges of the tomb but when they looked up they saw the stone when which we large had been rolled away and when we dealing again when we're dealing and, 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 and you know, and it goes further because we're talking about we're talking about the sin and we're talking about the pride and amen and, and while that sin and pride was there, one of the things that they understood was that there was something that had to be dealt with. But many of us, the people of God, sin. We have so many sins in our life that it is so hard and, and hard and heavy like stone that some of us. Have not, we're not willing to get rid of it. That's why it began to increase. Amen. And Jesus began to talk to Peter one day when he was predicting Peter's denial according to Mark chapter 14, verses um, <clears throat> 27 through 31. He said in Peter's denial, he says, you will, you will all fall away. Jesus told them for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the shepherd will be scattered. The sheep will be scattered, he said, but after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter declared, even if all fall away, I will not. Truly, I tell you, Jesus answered today, yes, today, before the rock rooster crows twice, you yourself will discern me. You will disown me three times. But Peter insisted emphatically, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the others said the same. So, Peter was strong, and Peter believed that he would not deny the Lord, amen, but he did deny the Lord because it was in his heart. Now, please don't misunderstand me. One of the things I can say about Peter is that Peter had a strong, steadfast faith in believing in himself at that moment before opposition came, that he would not deny the Lord. But, what we are, but then when opposition came, Peter began to deny him because of shame and because of guilt and because he did not want to be persecuted. My question to you, my beloved, is that on this evening, how many of us are willing, how many of us are willing to deny Christ Jesus in the midst of opposition? How many of us are willing to stand up and, and, and while things are going good, we're well, for God I live, for God I die. But when things begin to happen, we're like, Lord, you don't lost your mind. I'm not standing up for you. What am I standing for you for? Why? Because I'm standing up for you. Amen. Amen. The, the persecution is going to be worse. Oh many of God. us, 
We do just that. We get in the church and we get in church and all we do is run around and amen. We're talking, speaking in all the all these tongues that we're speaking in it. We're running, we're ready to preach God's word while everything is going good. Amen. While the offering is good, but you wait till people stop giving. You wait till people stop showing up and you see nothing but empty chairs and empty pews. Amen. When the persecution comes, when people in the community are talking bad about you, when people begin to tell you, listen, you need to close up the church doors, when people tell you, Listen, you need to you need to go home. You need to shut up because you don't know what you're talking about. Amen. When people say, listen, you don't have all these degrees, amen, or some don't have a good degree at all. Amen. But you know you're doing the work of the Lord. Amen. Are you willing to still stand up and say, Listen, God, I'm a preacher, I'm gonna give you what you've given unto me. Jesus. Are you still willing to stand when the opposition comes up? Come on, come on. We're, we're moving on. We have to understand that there's always the question of why is this the first step? Because our first step is entering the kingdom is humility. So we have to understand that before we're able to serve the Lord in spirit and in truth, we must have some humility. Often time again, the book of Proverbs tells us that pride comes before the fall, but what happens is if we begin to lose if we, if we find ourselves ever in a place where we're losing humility before God the Father, we will find ourselves be, to sway and to swerve away and do even as Satan said in the book of Isaiah, I will be like the most high. See, many of us, we, don't, we, you know, we forget all about you know, how much pride that Satan had. Satan, understand Satan, name before was Lucifer, before it was Satan. So Satan used to be an angel in heaven, beautiful angel. He was over the choir. And, I mean, I mean, in fact, but Satan one day began to lift up and commit high treason, lift up his heel and commit high treason against God. And God had to, God had to, um, God had to kick him out of heaven. Him and the third of the angels. Why? Because of a simple fact, they, be, they you know, they decided, you know, that they would, that they were prideful against God the Father. And God is like, there's no way that there's going to be two heads in this house. And what we have to understand is that there's going to be times, there's going to be times, there's going to be times, amen, even as a pastor, even as a leader, listen, that you're going to be in the church and somebody there in the ministry is going to lift up, uh, bring opposition against you. Yeah, they're going to do it. And guess what? And when they leave, they're going to take some people with them. Oh, yeah, you know people still do that, right? Yes, they do. This is not a new thing. Pastor, you got preaching. You got to understand that just because a person, just because a person has been spent all this time with you in the ministry, it does not necessarily mean that they are going to be there with you forever. It don't mean that they're not going to bring opposition against you. It doesn't mean that they're going to always. It doesn't mean that they're always, always, amen, are, are always going to be your number one cheerleader. It don't always mean that. Sometimes, amen, your associate pastor, sometimes, amen, your minister, sometimes the, the daycare worker, sometimes somebody sitting in the back pew, or sitting there listening to all, every sermon that God has given you and gotten the revelation, and then they say, you know, I'm going to start my own ministry. I'm not saying it's, it's not the will of God, but I ain't saying it's the will of God either. Uh-uh. And some of the people are crazy enough to go right along with them. Why? Because they went with Satan. Satan took a third angels with them. And when he took a third angels with them, they were crazy enough to go right along with them. And be transformed into demons just like them. Yes, master. Yes, master. No, sir, master. Yes, master. So what we have to understand is that we cannot allow ourselves 
to be caught up in the things that are not of God. Amen. I'm still on topic, the anatomy of a backslider. So then Paul begins to give some advice, and Paul's advice to the Corinthians, amen, is, in, is very appropriate in this regard because Paul begins to help them to realize clearly. He says, <clears throat> And if these things happen to them as an example and were written down as warnings for us on whom the culmination of the ages has come, these things happen to them examples and were written down as warnings for us. In other words, God the Father has used the Apostle Paul to write the book of 1 Corinthians to let us know that these false prophets are going to come and they're going to speak. These people, they're going to come. Opposition is going to come. Listen, people are going to talk crazy, but you have to stand fast in the work of God. Come on, come on. You can allow yourself to be caught up in your pride. You can allow pride to overtake you. Yes, sir. The next thing in which we look at is that which is called laziness. Laziness is anatomy, part of the anatomy of a backslider. So not only are they prideful, but they're also some lazy folk. Peter. So Peter was told during this time to keep watch, but Peter kept falling asleep. It was therefore lack of diligent preparation which caused them to be caught off guard for what was, what was the follow. The same thing can happen to us, beloved. Without diligence, we too can be found unprepared. More often than that, it is a gradual, a gradual drifting that catches us off guard. But when proud, but when proud, but when proud of ourselves, we become lazy and easily lead to the uh, to the next step. Y'all ain't got to say, no, we good. I'm, look, look, you still good in my book, but just understand one of the things when it comes to a, the anatomy of a backslider. First, they're proudful, very pride, full of pride. The next thing, they're lazy, but you're lazy folk. That's true. But the lazy folks sitting out, they, they don't want to get up to pray. They don't want to get up to read scripture. They don't want to listen. They don't want to get to do nothing. All of us, we guilty of it. They don't want to look. Some of us don't want to get up. Some of us are so tired and so lazy. We don't even want to get out of our own way. The, the anatomy of a backslider. Wow. But you know what? A lot of us. But you know what? But a lot of us, we'll tell other folk what to do, though. We'll tell other folk that they need to pray. We'll tell other folk they need to fast. But we don't want to tell. But some of us don't want to turn out a plate not one time. But we'll say, you know what? This is the remedy. This is what you need to do. This is part of the anatomy of a backslider. So we should, we should ask ourselves, beloved, are we doing things that we are? we telling other people to do things that we're not even doing? Man. In other words, are we taking God's yeah. advice? Another thing that we need to think about that's a part of the anatomy of a backslider is being a coward. Some of us ain't nothing but cowards. Oh, Jesus. Come on. Some of us ain't nothing but cowards. That's part of the anatomy of a, back, a backslider. Check this out. Scripture said, be wise and serve the humble as the bull is a lie. How many lions do you know that are cowards? None. Mm -hmm. None. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know about you, but I ain't never seen so many coward, cowardly people in my life. The last, the, listen, the last really cowardly lion that I've seen was on the Wizard of Oz. Cool. And you have a lot of folk in the church there the same way. They don't have any courage, but you know what? They're taught mess. Let me tell you something. They're taught boom behind, behind, uh, behind people back. I tell you what, <laughs> you ain't got to talk to them. Such, 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 such. You wait, I see them. Such, 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 such. But then when they get in their face, 
Praise the Lord. How you doing? <laughs> wow. That's it. That's it. Walking in the possible. You know I love you. You know I love you. Do you really? <laughs> Cowardness. So now long now, so not only not only is part of the anatomy of a backslider is that they're prideful and that was full of themselves, but they're also lazy, can't get out their own way. But what's interesting about them being lazy, they're lazy when it comes to stand up for you. They're lazy when it comes to stand up for the Lord. They're lazy when it comes up to doing what is right. But they're sure not lazy when it comes to doing what they, whatever it is they want to do. Mm, amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. A coward. A coward. Straight up. They're bold of the dude. They're bold of the dude. They're messed behind closed doors. You know that, uh, you know, throw a rock and hide your hand. You know what I mean? Amen. That type of analogy. They'll do that. They're bold of the loud other people. But they're not bold enough to tell the truth in front of somebody. Oh, I met plenty of people like that that were preach, especially in the pulpit, especially preachers. That's why I thought about preaching because I'm one. I didn't choose myself. I didn't choose myself. I didn't call myself. God called me. So when somebody ever tell me, you call yourself a preacher, I, I thought I said, no, baby. God called me. Because believe you or not, listen, I wanted to be a dope keeper. I was, straight, I was straight sitting on the back. Let me tell you, I was straight, so I was back straight. I was good. It was good in the hood. Everything was cool. With God and me sitting on that back pew. I was good sliding into church every night again. I was good with it. I loved it. Don't bother me. Matter of fact, look, listen, let me go play the drums. Matter of fact, let me go sing every now and again. I'm straight. But since God called me to the forefront, let me tell you, but since God called me to the forefront and I got to be out here and listen, I am my feet in the fire, I might as well go ahead and talk about it. I'm talking about me too. My God. Being Walk a coward. Then. That's part of that 90-minute backslider. Being a coward. Like I said, we talk all this stuff in front of people's face, I mean, behind people's back. We go run around, you know, talking about other people behind the back. But we won't say this stuff in the face. Let me tell you something. I'm one of those people, I'm not going to lie to you. Whatever I say behind your back, I will say in your face. Matter of fact, it will come to your face first before it go behind your back. Because I, I'm, I'm like this. I am man enough. I'm man enough to face the consequences. Amen. I refuse to be a coward. I refuse to be a coward. Because I'm like this. If I'm, listen, for God I live, for God I die. Listen, I'm going to do it. I'll do it while I'm awake and I'll do it while I'm asleep. It don't matter. Whichever, however you want to take it. I take opposition from the devil, sleep. Sleep, halfway sleep, uh, comatose, however you want to break. I don't care. I'm going to stand for the Lord regardless. But I refuse to be in the category of the anatomy of a backslider. Mm-hmm. Another thing about one that is part of the anatomy of a backslider is that they're worldly. Yeah, I said worldly. Uh-huh. Mm. Come on. Some of y'all, look, I'm, I'm going to lose a whole lot of people on this one, worldly. Woo-hoo. Amen. You walking in. And- we now find Peter. We now find Peter sitting with the servants of the high priest and warning himself by fire. Ashamed to be seen with Christ, it becomes easy to mingle with those of the world and enjoy their comforts. But what can I become comfort, comforted by the fire of the world and not be burned? 
Understand that close contact with that which can harm has its effects. So it is, we cannot flirt with the world and walk away untouched. By the time we become friends with the world, it's only a short time before we take the next and final step of backsliding. Uh-huh. Come on, come on. Let's go ahead. Let me go ahead and put this in short. We can't go out, we can't go out clubbing with the world. Yes, Walking real we can't go out we can't go out sitting at the bar drinking with the world. Nope. Amen. We can't go out hoard around with the world. That nope. means we Amen. shouldn't bring this stuff into the church. Let me tell you something. The reason why people that are that are that are in the world, as we say, or or people that are not, not saved won't come into the church because they find worse in the church, the worst stuff going on in the church than they do out in the street. Amen. That's why they won't that's why they won't come and get saved. Because they're like, if that's being saved, I might as well stay. I must keep doing what I'm doing. Because if anybody makes it, surely I will. Wow, wow. Come on, come on. Our churches, churches have turned into clubs. The only thing we're missing is having the mission, having somebody, having a bodyguard stand outside with a wand, winding everybody down, and paying their mission at the, at, at the uh, and, and interest. That's the only thing we're missing. <laughs> oh my God. You ain't Coming to the church? Oh. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead. Look, I'm gonna go ahead and tell it like it is. We go to because it's fire tonight. Coming to the okay. church. Coming to the church. We might as well go ahead. Look, I'm gonna tell you so we might as well go ahead in the church these churches these days and start putting up stripper poles. Oh God, not that's why I put a stage stripper poles. We might as well go in and put them up. Just stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing. They'll drop right on the floor. Stop. Oh my God. <laughs> That's right. Drop it like it's hot. Back it up like the way it be backed up. We might as well go ahead and do it. Stop playing. Because listen, let me tell you, when we look at the praise dancers, the praise dancers and the choirs, guess what they're doing? They ain't too far from doing it. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't too far from, listen, they ain't too far from talking. <laughs> All they doing. All they doing, they, they just doing it with clothes on. That's all. <laughs> they got more clothes, but you know what? But you know what? They're not too far from it. Oh, let me tell you something. I've been, let me tell you something. Me and my family, we've been in some churches that we, that we basically had to turn around and walk back out and, uh, and cover our face because, listen, you see, you, see the, you see the first lady with platform shoes on? Let, let, every, let, every, let every roll, valley, hill, Mountain and everything show. That's our tighter clothes are. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And the first one talking about, oh glory, hallelujah. Mm. Are you serious? That's holy, all right. Holy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We've seen. I've been to consecrations with with with, with uh, the man being consecrated as the bishop. He has his. He got his uh his future daughter-in-law walking in with with the platform doobie shoes on, dressed so tight and everything, cleavage short and everything. Let me tell you, we back in the office trying to pray. Have the bishops back that got their eyes looking. Listen, listen. When he said, "Lord, deliver me from the chivalry and the shadow of death," he looking right at her cleavage with his eyes open. Oh Jesus. That's the word. That's the word. I'm saying, I'm saying, looking at him. I'm standing looking at him like you. 
I'm sitting looking at him like, you got to be kidding me. Is this really happening? Mm-hmm. You got the preachers pipping out the wives, wives. You got the wives pipping out the husbands. Come on now. Walking. There used to be a time where you could tell the difference. There used to be a time where you can tell the difference in between the wives and the husband. Oh, they don't switch roles. You can't tell that no more. You don't know who's who anymore. The wife, oh. the wife has the wife has shorter than the man. The man he wearing long hair. His hair flow. He got the floor going 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 and locked. Flowing flowing down his head down his back. Big switch. <laughs> you can't tell. You can't tell who's who. He got more sugar in his tank. His voice is lighter than hers. He got more sugar in his tank than she ever heard. She's, su- she's supposed to be switching. He's doing all the switching. Yes. That is what's happening in our church. And then they want to talk about, can I lay hands on you? The devil is a lie. Mm-hmm. Let me lay some hands on you to cast some demons out. We about to play that. Oh, Jesus, no. There used to be listen. There used to be a time. There used to be a time that you could walk up in the church and you knew, you knew that the, the devil knew he was gonna get dealt with. There used to be a time the devil knew he was gonna get dealt with. These days, the devil laughing. Okay. I'm gonna cast you. I'm gonna cast you out in the name of Jesus. That nowadays. I'm going to cast you out the name of the Matter of fact, they don't even, they don't even say they don't cast the devil out anymore. Because the devil laughing at him. The devil like, hey, I'm up in the pool bit with you. Hey, man, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> they looking at the devil. They look, be, these, days, these days, most people looking at the devil talking about, oh, hey, hey, devil, what's up? Ain't nothing to it. Everything hanging good. We all right. What you want to do after service? Okay. That's what's going on in our churches today. Mm-hmm. You got stuff that you got stuff that's going. You got brothels going on in the, in the in the basement of the church. You got it going on in the back of the church. You got all this stuff that's going on that's not supposed to be going on. Bring it, bring, bring it, aka the world into the church. And then, I, and then, look, and my favorite part when all this is over, we're going to go do outreach. What you reaching out to? Who are you reaching out to and for? Mm. You can't, we can't say it nobody. We, we can't bring nobody to Christ like that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I said it. You got, okay. you, listen, you got some of the men preachers. You got some of the men preachers up in, up in the pool with high heels on. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Oh, Jesus. High, high heel boots. High heel boots? High heel boots on. Yeah, that's right. High heel boots acting like they're the next prince. We don't need them. We don't need no princes in the pulpit. <laughs> Tight, but it's right, Apostle. You think they gonna preach? The, you think they gonna preach the gospel? And first, I mean, the, when you see them, you thinking about the, the first thing you wanna do is, you know, uh, pull out a cigarette light and light it and say and sing purple rain. That's what you think is gonna happen. Oh Lord, because he's just as pretty as he can be. He, oh, he listen. He pretty any woman in the church. Help us, Lord. Playing with the devil. Playing with the devil. Playing with the devil. Jesus. Playing with the devil. Yeah, I said it. It's playing with the devil. God is tired of us playing with the devil. Mm. 
That's right. That's real. And see what God wants us to do. God wants us to live a life that's pleasing the sight of him. Again, we're still talking about the anatomy of the backslider. These are things that are being seen in the church. And no, I won't take none of it back. Yeah, I said it. They might, we might as well go ahead and just call it what it is. Go ahead, set up a bar in the back of the church. We might as well put the strip up. We might as well go ahead, go ahead, tear the pulpit down, make it, a, make it a stage, put some lights around it, throw some stripper poles, and just let them and charge the people admission. Let them come on in and, and look and, and let them and put the music on. Because listen, the music, some of the music, and listen, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for change. You know what I mean? I'm all for accommodating. You know, you know, I'm, I'm all for the, you know, the new school music. But see, look, I also believe in the old school music, too. Because, listen, it is the old, the new school music is good, but the old school music is what is how, is, is what, is what helped me get saved. You walking in and say it. It brought, it brought, that music brought, the music, that, those lyrics brought conviction to my soul. It reminded me, those lyrics of those old school songs and those old school hymns reminded me. Reminded me where I need to go. You know, at the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light, where my birds and my heart rolled away. It was there by faith. I received my sight, and now I'm happy all the day. It was not, I, I didn't get saved to, she a big bad woman going to back that thing up. I did not get saved to that. And in the church, that's what they have. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> I didn't get saved to that. I didn't get saved to that. That did not, that stuff did not convict my heart. Okay. I didn't get saved today. I got saved. I knew it was I knew it was the blood that saved me. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I'm happy all the day. That's what I got saved to. It was those lyrics that I heard. It was the preaching of the true gospel. In other words, repent, repent or go to hell with gasoline drawers on. That's what I got saved by. They got that under all even hold. Jesus. That's what I got saved by. With the that's what I got saved by. That's what I got saved by. With the preacher looking at me, listen, looking at me straight. I mean, looking me straight and down like six o'clock. Looking at me, pointing the finger. Boy, you don't get your soul right. You go to hell. That's what I got saved by. Now, now, now it is. If you come on and um. You know, you drop a few dollars, and if it's the right amount, oh, you know what? You you just bought yourself you just bought yourself a ring past in the head. Yes, you did. <laughs> you right there. Look, you right there. Look, you listen, listen. You just bought Jesus seat. You right there. Oh Jesus! And that's the type of stuff they preaching these days. That's the stuff they preaching today. They said they're selling Jesus' seat and the Holy Ghost seat. Matter of fact, they even selling God's seat now. Come on. Oh, you already there, man. You ain't got to worry no more. You don't gave you don't gave X amount of thousand dollars to the church, man. You good. Keep that up. They done evicted God from out from out of heaven. That's what they're doing. Let's move on. <laughs> Another thing. Another thing. Denial. Denial is another anatomy of the backslider. The backslider is in denial. 
When we look at Mark chapter 14, verses 66 through 71, away from Christ at, at comfort with those in the world, Peter, it is here that he finds himself denying his Lord and Savior. And doing so, he has put himself in grave danger. Though he may never actually deny Jesus in words, he can actually backslide to the point of denying him in action. We have to understand, beloved, that we are called to worship him, but make excuses while we cannot. We are called to serve him, but render little or no service. We are called to stand by his side and suffer for his name, but stand far off in the safety of the world's comfort. Listen, beloved, when we deny the Lord, our backsliding is complete. Unless we repent, the only thing that's left is to one day face the Lord where we will fully realize the error of all of our ways. Amen. Peter, he fully realized that his sin when the Lord turned and looked at him there in the courtyard. Can you imagine the feeling that was in Peter's heart as those eyes of his Savior pierced his soul? Like Judas, Peter wept bitterly over his sin. Unlike Judas, Peter, Peter had godly sorrow that results in repentance. And the years later, we find Peter writing the sort of same writings and things that would prevent us from making the same mistake that he did. That's the kind of gospel that was being preached. That's right. When I got saved. That's the kind of gospel that we need to be preaching today. There's nothing wrong with preaching sermons that you know that that you know that appeal that appeal and that you know appeal to the eye and attention of the people to get them in. But listen, the message needs to be sound and the people need to be able to get saved. I don't care how big your church is, it don't matter. I don't care how many how many you how many people you have in attendance. But if all of them go to hell, what's the purpose of all of being together? That's right. That's real. That's real. That's that's why right. all of them go to hell, including the pastor. That's right. That's right. That's right. All of them go to hell. That's right. All of them go to hell, including the pastor. With his floor locked down his back, driving his real nice car, living his nice his nice house, with all his makeup and so and so forth and so forth on, wearing his boots, wearing his high heel boots. That's right, all of that. He just he just pretty and going straight to hell. You in there? You in there, Papa? She is just pretty. She she is just pretty and going to hell. That's all. Jesus. I said I wasn't going to say anything, but you know what? I'm gonna go there. I'm not saying there's anything wrong. Let me tell you. I had somebody ask me a question about about the apostle, about the apostle, the female apostle that that was at the uh, beach, where uh, where the where the um a bathing suit and a thong. Oh, and seven is here. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. When I was asked that question, I just began to sing that song and walk away. He's a wonder in my soul. Bless his holy name. <laughs> oh Jesus. Let me tell you the reason. Let me tell you why I went in that direction. Oh, because one, I don't care what the apostle got on. She ain't my wife. That's, yes, that's real. That's real. <laughs> and I don't 
Let me tell you something. I ain't gonna let me tell you something. I ain't gonna find my wife out there doing it, so I ain't worried about it. <laughs> why why she was why she was at why she was out there walking around, I don't know. But I'm gonna and and listen, but one but the only thing I can say to that in that conversation, because he wanted her, he wanted he kept wanting to answer from it. I told him, I said, you know what? Well, first of all, she's going to have to answer to God for that. That's her conviction. Yeah. I said, two. I said, two. I bet you her church going to be full, uh, full coming Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Say it, Apostle. I, 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 also I also told him. I also told him. I also told him, I said, I bet you you won't ever be able to watch, look at your parts of the same anymore, will you? <laughs> that's a conviction. Jesus. That's, that's conviction, right? That's all I said. I'm trying to do that. My whole thing was, I'm not going to touch the anointing that's on her life. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not gonna say anything, but all I'm gonna say is, God is to do. God has to deal with her about that. That's right. But I know coming up. But I know coming up, my bishop and my apostle did not. Stuff. I mean, that's a real new stuff. I'm not used to. I'm not used to seeing the bishop and the apostle and all that walk around with two-piece thongs on and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Let me tell you, what I'm used to seeing, when I was coming up as, coming up as a boy, let me tell you something. If the women of old went out, went out to the, um, went to the beach, or you saw the women with shorts on underneath their skirts, that's what, that's what they went in with. That's what they were wearing. That's what I knew. The puzzle with the thong on, they ain't got nothing to do with me. They ain't got nothing to do with me because I'm not used to that. See, see that, 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 that's that new school stuff. <laughs> but listen, but listen, but, but, but look, but all I'm going to say is this. And I'm not twisting scripture, so please, I don't want nobody calling me. I don't want nobody texting me. I don't want nobody emailing me. I don't want to hear it, okay? But I'm just being real about this. But, if, but listen. The Lord can use anything. That's all I can say. The Lord can use anything. And if the Lord, and if the Lord wants to use that in order to get them into the building or get, or get, get them there, then so be it. But somewhere in there, the gospel needs to be preached. And I ain't talking about the gospel of our flesh either. That's all I'm saying. Oh, boy. Because I believe that God will use anything. I believe that God will use anything. Anything he can in order to win souls. That's it. I just know that when they get in the building, they need to be taught. <laughs> That's right. They need to be taught. But when I but when I told that but but that young but when I told that that, that that guy, he was just like he was like, I can't look at my pastor the same anymore. I said, Oh, I know you can't. I don't think nobody can anymore. Mm. I said, I don't think too many people gonna be able to look at her the same anymore. Not after that. And so when I asked him, I said, well, I said, well, I said, well, why don't you fast and why don't you go and start praying? Pray on the behalf of your apostle. 
and he asked me, he said, but what am I to do in the meantime about, about um, covering? I said, you better be praying about that too. That's a big one. And I said, and I, to, and I told him, and I said, and while you're praying about it, I said, ask the Lord to cleanse your mind to get those thoughts and get that image of, your, of, of that woman out, out, out of your mind. <laughs> oh, I said because that's I said because listen that's I said because they number the flesh they number the flesh they nothing but the flesh there's nothing but the flesh I said that will help that will help send you to hell don't don't you don't now nah, don't don't get caught up in that oh Jesus but then he later on told me he said but he said but. He told me, he said, but Bishop, he said, this is the same woman. He said, I don't, he, I mean, you know, he told me, he said, but you know, this is the same woman that's already been married more than one time. I said, well, there you have it. I said, but I'm not messing with that. That's in between God and you. I said, but I, I said, but you probably wanted the reason why you've been married so many times. Okay. But we're not going to touch that, though. Okay. I said, but that's not the, I said, but that's not the kind of woman you want. I said, I just know that on Sunday morning, if you go to that church, you ain't gonna look at her the same anymore. I just know that, cause I don't think nobody will. I'm just saying. Not. <laughs> so what we need to do as the people of God, we need to make sure, again, that that we know the anatomy of a backslider. Another thing that we need to look at <coughs> is when we look at the Book of Peter, we need to understand that this is advice being taken from one who learned the hard way. And Peter helps us to understand that we need to guard ourselves against pride and enjoy humility. Peter now, before he died, he enjoyed, he followed Christ and enjoyed humility. He indeed, he resists, he understood that God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. He understood that God was against laziness. And but God commanded us, according to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 through 9, to be diligent. He understood that instead of being cowards and being cowards, that Peter, Peter began through the power of God, began to charge the glorified God. Instead of worldliness, he charged us, according to 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 11 through 12, to abstain from worldliness. In other words, to get away from those things which are not of God. In other words, to be a child of God, we have to seek the face of God. And seek the face of God daily. We have to stop walking around, allowing ourselves to be blindfolded. The problem with many of us, we don't want to address sin for what it is because of a dollar. We don't want to address sin for what it is because, because, well, that's my friend. You know, You know, just like, you know, just like that commercial, friend don't let friends drive drunk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, friends don't let people they love die and go to hell. No, they don't. That's what we need to understand. Friends tell, friends tell people, friends would tell people, friends tell friends, I want your soul to be saved. I don't want to see you die and go to hell after living in hell on earth. 
Now, I know some, now you know I know some 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 already got super spiritual and they're like, oh my God, you know you you know you talking about hell too much, you know you talking about this, you talking. About, listen, you know what? Let me tell you something. I talk, listen. Jesus talked about hell more than he did heaven. Yes. Yes, he did. Some of y'all don't know that because you don't read the Bible. Yes. Come on, come on. Some of you don't know that because you don't read the Bible. The last time some of y'all read your Bible, and I'm going to just be real with you, that, listen, and I'll fix it. The last time some of y'all read your Bible was when you hear Medea talk about talk the Bible on, um, on uh, Tyler Perry uh, using Medea to talk about the Bible. That's the last time some of y'all read the Bible. <laughs> she didn't even read it right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Jesus. Pull that Bible up. <laughs> that was damage control. <laughs> What you say now? That's the first and last time that some of y'all read the Bible. And it's a shame because of the simple fact, Scripture tells us, 2 Timothy 2 and 15, that we need to study, show ourselves, approve unto God, and work many that would be ashamed, rightly divide the word of truth. Some of us, we don't hear. We want. We don't want to hear about the hard stuff. We want to hear all about the little light stuff. Oh, you gonna get a blessing from the Lord? Woo! And run and, and you know, want to run around the church and always and then always hide and screaming. Woo! The Lord gonna bless me. Woo! Lord, I thank you for my breakthrough. Woo! That's all you want to hear. Oh Jesus! Let me tell you something else too. And I'm going to be really honest with you. Some of y'all that go around listening to other preachers or listen to the preacher and then turn around and, and want to tell folks, you know what, I want to speak a word over you. Let me tell you something. Stop always seeking to speak word over somebody else's life and get your own house right. My God, my God. Damn. That was a word right there. Every time I look, every time I look around, every time I look around, I always hear people all, all on the Internet, all on social media. Always behind somebody pulpit. I want to speak a word of your life. Listen, don't speak nothing over my life if your word if your life ain't together. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Get your life together. Stop trying to speak the word. Matter of fact, take that word and speak over your life. <laughs> matter of fact, matter of fact, let's go a little deeper with it. Uh oh. If nobody, if nobody paid, if nobody paid your second hand, words still behind in no attention. Guess what? You wouldn't have no word to speak to nobody. You wouldn't want to speak no word over nobody's life. Real talk. That's real. You wouldn't want to speak a word over nobody's life. Matter of fact, you want to sit around with a lot of people. The problem with the church, everybody wants to speak a word over somebody's life, but don't, but, but don't want to love your neighbor, don't want to speak to your neighbor right next door. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to tell you. I got neighbors, and half of them I don't care for. I don't even lie to you. But you know what, though? I at least would speak. <laughs> listen, if I know you're going to talk, look, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Look, let, let, let me tell you something. I'm sure, listen, I'm real about my stuff. And no, this particular thing, I don't want the Lord to deliver me from, and I ain't sticking it either. Listen, if I know you're going to talk my ears off, I don't want to talk to you. I just want to wave, the wave. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, and keep going. 
know. I know some. I, I know some of you right now already talking about. Well, that's me. No, it ain't me. Cause let me tell you something. Redeem the time for the days of evil. There's a time for everything. There's a time. Let me tell you. Check this out. Here we go. There's a time for me to get in my car. There's a time for me to leave my house. There's a time for me to be to work on time. I don't need you intervening and stopping if I know you go hold a thirty minute conversation every single time that I talk to you or I see you. <laughs> If I'm hungry, if I'm hungry, and I'm getting off work, and I'm trying to, and I'm trying to get into my house to eat supper. Listen, I want to go in my house. I don't want to sit there talking to you for forty-five minutes. Mm -hmm. That's right. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be real honest with you. Listen, let me tell you something. Some, some of y'all, some of y'all with these sermons that last three hours. Oh, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that stuff. Talk about. Talk about. Come on, oh, I'm so caught up. I'm always caught up in the spirit. And oh, I just can't stop. No, you just need to learn control. Learn how to control your spirit. Say that, say that, say that. That's all that is. Say it again. Hey, look, and you need the Holy Ghost. I, you need the Holy Ghost. I don't want to hear that. Oh, well, you know what? I got a sermon. I got a sermon. This sermon going to last an hour and a half. Listen, if you can't get your thoughts together in the first 20, uh, matter of fact, the first 30 minutes, you need to sit yourself down. That's you should have already gotten to the point. Hmm. I'm just gonna be honest. And listen, and listen, I'm not speaking from seminary teaching either. I'm speaking from reality. Don't nobody wanna come listen, don't nobody wanna come to your church, don't nobody wanna hear you preach for no forty five minutes or no hour and, and you still try to get to the point. Cause you gotta go through the cotton field. You gotta go through the through the, uh, through the Mediterranean rainforest. You gotta go up the mountain. You gotta go down in the valley in the river. You gotta go get in the Jonah's well. You you gotta listen. You listen. Listen. You listen. You gotta get into the. You gotta get into the, the big fish that Jonah was in, and then you gotta clean up yourself and travel a thirty day journey in order to get to the. Then you gotta go to the cross, and then after the cross, then you gotta go up, uh, go up some more valleys and some hills. And people still sit there looking like, is this person ever get to the point? Yeah. <laughs> Been that apostle. Heard it. Heard it. Heard it. Jesus. Don't nobody want to hear that. I'm being honest. And a part of that still, still on topic, the anatomy of a backslider. That's right. Preaching and you getting all off topic. Preaching and you getting all off topic. Let's talk about that too. Preaching and you getting all off topic. Going down rabbit trails. You done been, let me tell you something. You got 15 rabbit trails that you going down. And people are like, what in the world is he or she talking about? Mm. Several occasions. Is this? Amen. Let's talk about about let's talk about you get up and you see a little audience. The first thing you think to yourself, oh, I got an audience. Oh, two more two more new people came. Oh, you know what? They ain't hear me preach. Oh boy, I'm about to boy, I got your attention. I'm about to go ahead and uh, make this thing last. <laughs> That's torture. You will yeah. and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And you let me tell you something. You have people sitting out in the congregation. And I'm gonna tell you what they're saying. You ready for this? After the first 10 minutes, they're like, I wish you shut up. <laughs> That's what they're saying. You said they think it, you said they think you're getting again, think you getting all deep. You think you're getting all deep? Oh yeah. Oh boy, you know they ain't hear me preach. Oh boy, ain't hear me preach this summer. Oh boy, I'm gonna preach. I'm gonna preach the house up. No, you ain't. <laughs> 
You preach your people into a straight sense of boredom. People already take a look. Listen, people in their mind. Walking in it possible. You still talking. My God. They, they look like you still talking. Just saying. Doesn't have to be a backslider. Listen. Another thing. Some of us got seeds. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the preacher. I'm going to talk about the usher. I'm going to talk about a lot of us. Listen, fix your face. That's another thing. Fix your face. Stop looking at people with a scowl on your face. Listen, you can sit there. All, listen, just because you don't raise all kind of hell on the road, you don't raise all kind of hell in other people's lives, and then you got this nasty face on your look on your face, trying to look deep. That ain't deep, baby. That ain't deep at all. That's just nasty. <laughs> Wow, that's it. And I'm gonna tell you something about some of y'all. And I know we got some. Look, we, let me tell you something. To the married and single folk, that's right. I'm gonna go here too. I wasn't gonna go here, but I but but, I, but I'm gonna go here. And I'm getting ready to let you go. Let me tell you something. If you want your marriage, and you and uh, married people, if you want your marriage to last longer. Won't you smile at your spouse instead of fussing, cussing, complaining, hollering, screaming? Uh huh. Yeah, I said it. And look at him and smile. Smile sometimes. Look at the spouse and smile at him. <laughs> single people, single people, how, how you gonna say you want somebody and then you bring all your baggage? I mean, you single, but yet you bringing all your baggage with you. And talking about ain't no good people, ain't no, ain't no good women, ain't no good men out here. God is not, listen, God, listen, God is not done. God ain't going to send you nobody. And, and you got all this baggage that you don't want to let go. Get some deliverance. And put a smile on your face. Stop walking around, stop looking, looking like who did it and why. Wow. Walk around looking like this. Walk around looking, walk around looking like the wicked witch of the west and talking about. I want the Lord to see me a husband or a wife. Nobody want to see that man. I'll run him away. Okay. And, and look, and check this out. And look, and then what really get me? Turn around and put makeup on top of. Him. That's right, ladies. It's okay. Let me tell you something, ladies. Listen, 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 ladies. I love you. Okay, but I'm telling you what I know. When God, when, listen, when God, when God put me and my wife together, my wife was smiling. My wife was smiling. She was not walking around. She was not walking, working on, she was not walking around looking like she needed a laxative. Come on, men, you too. Walk, 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 walk around looking like you constipated. Don't nobody want that look at that constipated look on your face. Don't nobody want that. Don't nobody want that. Oh my God. Oh my God. Don't nobody want that. And married couples, you want married couples, you wonder why your spouse might turn a side eye to look at something better. Well, in between your mouth, in between your nagging mouth, that 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 that, that look on your face. 
And I don't care how many times you change your hair color. That don't mean nothing. It's still and put makeup on. It's still gonna all be the same. Ain't gonna matter. You just gonna be a you just gonna be a, a pretty scholar person, just scowling and frowning. And listen, for the people that don't want nobody, I mean, we we just gonna be honest. If you're single and you don't want nobody, don't try to talk nobody out and nobody else in and not want nobody. Just because you don't want nobody, that's your prerogative. You do what you want to. You mind your business. <laughs> because I met too many people that walk around and I've heard them say, come on, and I know I'm not the only one. See, you see a happy couple together? Ain't that much love in the world. It might not be in your world, but it's in mine. <laughs> with, your, with your nasty preach, self. Preach, preach. With your nasty self. You're anatomy of a bad slider. I'm still on topic. I know. Watch. I know. <laughs> and I know already somebody I know somebody already said already. Now he told me I'm talking. No, I'm not. Let your light so shine. Among me that all men may see your glory to glorify your fathers in heaven. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. Let your light shine. Your light, our light is supposed to be the light of Christ Jesus. But like I said, walking around looking like who did it and why. That's right. And it don't make no sense. Ain't that much love in the world. What you mean ain't that much love in the world? For God to love the world. He gave his only begotten son. What's wrong with you? <laughs> okay. I say this. Listen, Heavenly Father, we just praise you, Lord. We thank you for all you've done. Thank you for your mercy, grace, and your peace. Now, Lord, we ask you, Lord, to continue, Lord, to move by your spirit, Lord. Allow this word, Lord, to touch from heart to heart, breast to breast, oh, Lord. Allow, Father, deliverance to take place. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Father, back in your hand. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. We thank everybody for tuning in on tonight. Amen. That was a power punch word. Amen. On tonight. Amen. That was a power punch word. Amen. Powerful. Amen. It may seem like it's comical, but it was the real deal. That was the real deal. Amen. Because the word God cut like a two-edged sword. It cuts like a two-edged sword. And like you said, the anatomy is, is the physical makeup as well as the spiritual makeup of our bodies. Of our bodies, whether you're you're holy, sometimes our physical uh, makeup of the body is uh, of, like you say, living in sin, and there's a physical makeup of the body that lives in, you know, that lives in the in a supernatural, amen. And sometimes we do need to, in order for us to understand how to get delivered through the backsliding, through that, is to understand the individual's anatomy of themselves, of your own self. You have to understand it in order for, in order to seek after the deliverance, amen, that we need. Amen. So we we thank God for that that word, Apostle. That was powerful. That was right on time. Amen. This is what we need. Amen. What we need in this season. Amen. On tonight. Amen. So we just thank God. Amen. Pastor Golf and God bless you. Amen. On tonight. Amen. Amen. Elder Skinner, God bless you on tonight. Dr. Shana Glory, God bless you on tonight. See you on the link, girl. Apostle Abrams, thank you. God bless you. Dayan, bless you. Amen. On tonight. Amen. Amen. That is in. Rachel, thank you for tuning in on tonight. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Apostle Jeffrey Jackson, thank you for tuning in tonight. And there's another one, Ricky, uh, Ricky, Ricky Williams. Amen. On tonight. Amen. God bless you, man of God. Amen. For those Amen. who are tuning in. Dwayne Johnson, thank you for tuning in on tonight. God bless you. 
Amen on tonight. So we thank everybody for tuning in. Amen. If you want to download this recording, amen, follow us on www.elrprophetic.shift.wixsite.com forward slash Preachers Network. And you'd be more than welcome to even download, amen, the live, amen, audio, amen, on today. And those who are following us on, amen, on YouTube, this is on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook, amen. So for those who are, amen, tuning in, amen. I, I'm going to tell you, Apostle, amen, um, right before we do close out on tonight, it, I'm telling you, the uh, Facebook and many other social medias are fighting the preachers. They're fighting the, the, the real adulterated words. So what they're doing now is they're going through the streamings and, and um, actually going there and doing research and following you around. And then they'll try. And then what they do is if they don't like what you're saying, which is the real authentic word, they cut you down. They actually try to shut down your uh, stream and have it disconnected. Won't You won't be able to share. But how many know that the devil is a liar and all of his unions, all of them, amen, amen. It's all a cheering, all of them, all of them, because if you're the father of lies, you know that you're the children of lies. You know, we have we have to pray for those people mm-hmm. that, that are live on Facebook, that are listening right now live, amen, and this word mm-hmm. was much needed because we need mm-hmm. that deliverance. People that are not saved are tuning in, and that's a blessing. There's more people that is tuning in that really don't know God, but they want to get to know God, but they don't know how to. It's because, like you said, that's the way we the way we act. We sometimes we we act like fools, and that's the reason why they don't want to come in here. They don't want to come into the house of the Lord. So, what a better way, Amen, to open up the platform where they can come in as they are, and God gonna work within them. Remember, that's the physical, like you said, the physical anatomy, Amen. Everything has changed once we are uh, created all new. We have a new physical makeup. We have the new uh, uh, the chemistry changes, uh, the biological feature changes uh, up through the transformation. You know, uh, the blood exchanges. The blood is no longer black anymore. It's red. Amen. It changes. It, it, like you said, all of that has to associate with the anatomy. What we used to do, amen, was the, was the, was the DNA makeup of was connected to our bloodline. But just because you're connected to your bloodline don't mean you have to act like that. Right. Just because we're connected to the bloodline of an alcoholic or or someone that was on drugs or something does not mean we have to act like that. Just because we're connected with someone who's even bipolar, amen, or have mental issues, amen, does not mean that it's on every generation of your family. You got to speak to that, speak to that curse, amen, for that curse to be broken. So our chemical changes, chemical, and that's the, the chemical imbalance. Same thing, like you said, Apostle, is also associated with the spiritual realm. We, a lot of us are uh, chemical imbalanced saints, chemically imbalanced, chemically in ch- challenged saints. Amen. Mm-hmm. Men, and women of, men of God, vessels of God, because we're off balance. Like you said, if we're off balance because we're thinking worldly at the same time and you're trying to do this and you're trying to do that, you know, worldly and that don't mix. You know, holiness and worldliness do not mix. And um, I, I remember I saw something on, 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 on Facebook. It was somebody was doing praise and worship. Let me tell you. And guess what they were singing, singing to? They were singing the song, you know, the, the art, the I guess the artist Genuine down took one of his songs and changed it into a praise and worship. That is the spirit of perversion right there into the house of God. That's unacceptable, you know. And like you said, the words of the songs of real worship songs 
uh, have power that will break and that will change, that will transformation, that will shift you, you know, and the things that they're listening to now, only thing they focus on what it sounds like, but they're not focusing on the words itself. Amen. So we, we give honor on tonight. Amen. On tonight, we uh, Apostle, we thank you. Amen. For your diligence. Amen. And the family at large, we thank God on tonight. Amen. We're going to touch in the pound agreement. We're going to pray. Amen. To touch in the pound agreement. Amen. Over Apostle right now, because let me tell you something. Every word that he released on tonight was pure virtue. And uh, I and I know for a fact why he was releasing this word of uh, the, the, the spiritual pulling on him. And so that's the reason why, because you don't want him to go to bed at night, have to be dealing with this stuff. Amen. So we as people, we have to intercede together. Amen. Why, you know, why he was preaching. Amen. We were, some of us should have been praying. Amen. And, and, and some of them, I did felt the prayers as he began to move forth and because he moved ahead. And when you on the on foot infantry of the Lord, amen. And you got to have enough strong intercessors amen, and warriors, amen, to be able to stand in the gap, amen, for whoever goes forth, amen. Hallelujah on tonight, amen. Precious Father, we thank you on tonight. As we touch an agreement, amen, on tonight, over this man, man of God on tonight. Father, oh God, we call forth, amen, to restore the virtual of entry flow that comes from, amen, that came from him on tonight. And we call forth restoration to his body from the crown of his head, from the soul to his feet. Father, even speak to his inner core, oh God, as he begin to rest easy on tonight. Father, we thank you for your precious blood that you brought the church, amen, with the price, amen. And we thank you for tonight for the word of God. We thank you, oh God, that I will show court of amen, that he be able to hit that pillow, amen, hallelujah, with ease and peacefulness. We thank you, oh God, that I will show court even when he gets off, amen, Cover him under your anointing and continue to allow them, the ministering angels to minister him as he lay down on tonight. Father, we thank you, oh God. We thank you for your precious blood. We thank you for your deliverance. And we thank you, oh God, as he begin to rest. We thank you, oh God, that we send forth aiming for angels of the corner of that house in the name of Jesus to cover his house, to cover his family, to cover that Abashi, Hamdalabo's wife, cover, amen, the children, oh God. Cover the whole entire house, amen, from front to back, from back to front. We thank you, my God. We stand forth guard, amen. We dispatch, amen, Raphael to be on the corner of the house. We dispatch, amen, Michael to stand in proxy. And every form of archangel, amen, that stand at guard in his house. And we thank you, oh God. And as we begin to leave on tonight, May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue the rest through the blood in his kingdom forevermore until we meet again. Amen. Next time on Monday Night Fire. Amen. God bless you and good night. God bless you. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen.